Welcome to Misty Queen's Circle Queen. This podcast is all about connecting with the universe. And that universe is you. Here, spirituality will meet reality. We will discuss mindfulness, personal growth, vulnerabilities, and bash society norms about women, sparkling it up with spiritual fun as astrology, tarot, and laws of the universe. I'm your host, Diana Baltra, modern mystic, astrologer, writer, and mindful self-love coach. I really hope you will enjoy this ride. So let's jump in and start growing together. Hello, loves. I'm so excited today to speak with you about the precious moon, the powers of the moon and its faces. I don't know about you, but I always get super, super sparkly just by talking about the moon or thinking about it, because it is such a mystical beauty having so much to do with the earth. It offers us so many changes in terms how it navigates with natural laws. So yes, I just want for us to get a little bit deeper into it today and to discuss how we can harness these powers and how we can live more by its cycles. You know, people have been doing this for ages, literally, and just lately we're getting more and more into that as people. It's getting more popular to discuss the moon, what it means, its cycles, And how we, especially as women, can navigate through it. Because let's be real, we also have our period really similar as the moon cycle itself. Mostly the moon cycle is 21 days and women have periods that are on average around 21 day two. So I think it is quite fascinating to see how similar that can be. And of course, I think it's just fun in the way to look at the moon and why, why it is so important and why so many people are actually following it. Why so many people have followed it throughout the ages. Come on, it needs to be something into that, don't you think so? And of course, more and more women are waking up to worshipping the moon. And by worshipping, I do not mean that we need to worship moon goddesses and create huge altars unless you want to, dearie. But we can worship it by just tuning more into the energetic field, using it more for our benefits. Just, you know, making our lives more easier and more in the flow. Why not, yeah? Doesn't that sound really fascinating? I think it does. At least I have been working more and more with the moon cycles within the past few years and I seriously love it a lot. So that's why I want to share it with you too. After all, the moon also rises every day bringing us this beautiful image in the night how it looks. It shines in the sky with its full power. It even controls the water, the tides, even affecting the worms inside the earth. I mean, come on, how fascinating is that, isn't it? And this is why so many of us believe that it affects our energetic fields, yes, because we are 70% of water. So believing that it does not affect us when it affects the worms in the earth, I think that's, that's kind of naive by itself, isn't it? 
So anytime people say that it's not a big deal about the full moon, well, just try to question them within that. Just telling them that they are 70% of water and how it affects the tides and the worms and just see how they react. I really would wish to see that. And I also think it is really beautiful that the moon usually represents strong feminine side. When we speak about the moon, we often speak about femininity and femininity in the energetic way, yes, not just the female. So this is because the moon is all about the feelings and emotions. It represents the nurturer, feminine type, archetype. And yes, it rules Cancer sign because Cancer is all about nurturing feelings and emotions the most as a water sign. So the moon is a lot about instincts. The moon is a lot about unconsciousness. Our full strength where we just show ourselves. And in astrology, then we speak a lot about the moon and astrologers. We speak a lot about how it represents the side, how we want to be safe, how we want to be nourished again how we want to be sheltered, and how we want to be loved. So we can actually work a lot within the moon phases, even within that, to getting to know more about ourselves, on what moon phase we were actually born, and just getting more deeper into that archetype. But for this episode, I want with you to touch more the moon phases and what exactly it means and represents. So let's start digging right now, yes? Let's start with the new moon, the phase that is all about beginning again. So when we have the new moon, at this time the moon is actually positioned between the earth and the sun. So we can't really see it from the earth. And the moon is invincible in a way. So it signals us the power of being cleared, yes? That's why we discuss a lot about the beginnings in the new moon phase. And that's why so many people are setting goals during the new moon. Because new moon is about beginning new. It's that fresh start. It's that strength to begin again. You know, the total clean slate that we usually like to use in our terms. Or just the empty glass, yes? So we drank all the water and now it is empty and we are thinking what we can actually put inside that. Is it water? Is it actually juices? Yes. Just to say it in our own human terms, so to say. And it's, of course, a lot about intense reboot, I would say. So while many people actually tend to make their goals during the new moon, Actually, we're supposed to do that more during the waxing crescent moon because new moon is more about rebooting. So it's about thinking more what intentions we can set, but not exactly going and setting them right now. So it's more the antisocial maybe face of the moon, we could say. It is that alone needed time that we really need. Just think about what exactly we need, yes, to set the goals. Not just for the purpose of setting them, but for the purpose of really flourishing through them and really tapping into our core values, if it matches them or not, yes? Because so often we just go for the social norms, you know? We are just human, so that's really normal. So it's about turning off a little bit in order to see what we really need to create new in our lives, yes? That's quite beautiful, isn't it? And then, of course, we move into the vaccine crescent moon. So this is where the setting intentions come more into place because this moon phase is all about intention, about our hopes, about our wishes, those intentions and desires that are ready to be planted as seeds, yes, on the ground. So this is all about laying groundwork for the next project. 
And this is where we start setting the intentions. This is where we can start planning over and over again. Yes, because the cycle is happening every single month. But you can really create some beautiful routines and traditions around this phase. And then we jump to the first quarter moon. So that's when we have the moon more looking as a D letter. And that's all about action or decision making. So this is where we might start having some resistance in the form of obstacles. Yes, this is where we will start questioning. Is our intentions really working? Maybe we are already starting them. So this is the phase where the fears, the challenges might start appearing, where we really need to commit and make those clear decisions. Yes. This is where we need to say, yes, I'm going after that and I commit, yes, not just only wish, because there is such a big difference between wishing and committing. Believe me, it is. You can even say those words, I wish and I commit and feel how that energetically is sounding for you. Yes. Now let's move to the vaccine Gibeus phase. That's about refinement about adjustment, about refining the goals that you have set. So this is the phase of editing, changing, some tweaking to do. Maybe more thinking if you really need to adjust something, change direction, or maybe you even need to give up. So this is where we really make those editing, little tweaking thingies that our goals need. And we reevaluate at our best to see how is it going. Yes. And most of the time it's not about quitting. I just mentioned it that maybe at some times we need to think if it is worth it. But most of the time it's just at readjusting few things, maybe changing something and still going for our goal. Because most of the time we just need to do a few little adjustments and we are ready to go again. Yes. Never just quit for the purpose of quitting because something didn't happen just right away. Yes. No, darling, it's not about reaching your goal totally and without any obstacles and just thinking that it's going to be sparkles and daisies. No, it's definitely not the truth. But hey, you can do it even with some struggles. You can do it even with some fears. I believe in you. And then, darlings, then you do that. We have the full moon, the harvest, the release phase where we are sealing the intention. So by release, I'm not literally meaning the totally release and let go, but in the way I do. So let me clear this up. This is the phase where we might be having lots of tension around our goals. This is where we might be fighting to find balance between two extremes that we need to choose. Yes, this is where our emotions might start ruling a lot. This is why most of the people have so many emotions coming during full moon because it really pulls it all out. Those emotions are already in there. It's just pulling those out. But this is also the phase where we need to reap benefits of intentions, where we need to see new opportunities. So it is about some letting go. It is about finishing some cycles and reopening others. It is thinking how we can cleanse ourselves, yes, in order to slowly, slowly rebuild to that new moon phase. Because from the full moon, we are starting to rebuild anew to the new moon, yes. But we can't really do that if our glass is totally full. We firstly need to check it out, to drink it, or maybe we don't need even to drink it. Maybe we want to kind of put it in the sink, yes? Whatever you want to do it. But I hope you see the point what exactly I mean here. Yes, darlings? 
And then we jump to the veining gibbous phase. This is where the gratitude happens. This is the gratitude phase where we need to share. We need to show our enthusiasm. We need to check the outcomes of the goals and be grateful for whatever is happening and whatever we have right now, whatever we have accumulated, and maybe even the things that we have not accumulated yet. And it's a lot about giving to your loved ones during this time. It's about spending, but not overspending, okay? So gratitude comes in two ways. Gratitude comes for yourself, you being grateful for yourself, you being grateful for things that you have and not have, and you being grateful for other people that are in your life. So giving to them and also giving to yourself, yes? A very, very beautiful phase to work on with lots of gratitude exercises that you can definitely find a lot online. And then we have the last quarter phase, which is about release. And this phase is often considered in relationship to forgiveness because this is where we actually start to truly let go. This is where we are forgiving ourselves the things that didn't work out, yes? This is where we are more maybe being ready to let go towards forgiveness, towards the stuff that we don't need or towards the stuff we actually need. Because sometimes it's not exactly what we want, yes? The universe is going to give us something that we need. But most often we think that we need something, yes? Just because we want it. But the universe knows it better and it's going to give us what we exactly need, not what we think we need. So this phase is a lot about releasing anger, actually. This phase is a lot about just building up those emotions and accepting the way how they are without judgment. So that's a lot to do just with your own emotions, navigating through them, checking them out and trying to get into that forgiveness wheel, yes? And then we have Baining Crescent. That's the surrender phase. So that's even more forgiveness actually happening here. This is where you rest. This is where you recuperate, surrender to the whole universe, to be honest. This is where you will become empty. So this is certainly the phase where I advise all the time to rest a lot, to relax, to find these soothing self-love activities that truly nourish you from within. So those are something that are really deep and close to your heart and to your soul. Yeah? Does that sound beautiful, isn't it? Just by listening about these phases, how different they are and how at the same time they all connect, this is really powerful. That's what exactly I mean by the power of the moon. Look how many phases we have. This is so amazing, isn't it? Ah, yes, darlings. And we can truly, truly need that. I think we need that to harness anything we have in the universe and the fact that we are not harnessing the moon at our best is sometimes even ridiculous, yes? It has lots of power that we can use within our feminine energies. Both man and woman can do that. So I hope you enjoyed this little episode about moon faces. I think I could get even more deeper with that, but I will stop with this because I think that's already a lot to consume within all these faces. So try to look at them and try to create at least few routines, few habits that you can do these upcoming months, then you have these phases and let me know how that goes. 
thank you a lot for listening my queens i really appreciate you being here with me and hey go and harness that magnificent power of the moon you moon goddess you truly are the moon goddess yourself love you and see you next week <laughs>